0: Hello and welcome to Behind Enemy Lines. Again, my name is Tyler Smith and I'm joined by my brother Trevor. Hey everybody, how's it going? And welcome again and thank you for listening to yet another episode of this podcast. We have a couple of topics we'd like to discuss uh, in California news. We'll keep it a little shorter today than we did last
1: time. The last time we got a little carried away. Some hot button issues that we are uh, pretty passionate
0: about. So we'll try to keep it under an hour this time. Yeah, well we'll try. Never know what's going to happen. First news, or first thing we want to talk about is, as the listeners know, anybody who has followed us on social media or in uh, even face-on-face conversations or anything like that, we're big supporters of Kevin Kiley. We think what he does is good for conservatives, for California, for um, freedom, for us as citizens. We've had him on the podcast. He was a gracious guest, uh, very willing to come on and share his views with us and how he was fighting for our freedoms. And we know that there was a special election last Tuesday, for the s- state senate district one seat that was left vacant, and he was in a bitter fight for this seat with both Rex Heim, or is it Rex, Rex Heim, Rex Rexheim and Brian Dolly. I can never get that name right. I keep on calling Brian Daly or something. Yeah, there's Dally, Brian, Brian Dolly, Dolly, Doll, Heim, Jaime, <clears throat> Jaime. Call, call him that that doll character, that doll fella. Yeah. So. Kevin are. is in a fight. Was in a fight with Rex and Brian,
1: and you all know where we we had our uh, alliances. We uh, we had Kevin on the show, as Tyler mentioned, and uh, we really supported him and thought that he would make a great District One State Senator. However, uh, things didn't exactly go as planned. It no, was not at, not at all. all. It was an unfortunate week for for Kevin Kylie's supporters, and uh, Tyler's going to tell us a little bit about why it was a mistake. ...for the District 1, California uh, uh, Senate District 1, to elect Brian Dolly, Daily Brian... I think it's Dolly. Brian Dolly <laughs> to, the, to the Senate. Um, more than just not liking some of the things that he stands for and some of the things he's said. And there's some connections with him and the labor unions. But just the way his campaign was running, And Tyler's going to go more into that.
0: So we know that Brian Dolly and Kevin Kiley are both conservatives... Uh, the both problem, build themselves as the Reagan Republican Yes, America. they both uh, fight for this conservative cause, although differently, I would argue. Um, Even looking at the campaign styles for this this race, yeah. you can see huge differences in their conservative uh, styles. That was where one of my issues first started coming up with Brian Dolly. So we know they were both going for state Senate District 1, which was left vacant by Ted Gaines when he got another seat. Uh, and State Senate District 1 is very heavy conservative. It it's covers lo- some of Placer County. All the way up to the border on the right-hand side yeah. of the of the state, all the yeah. way up to the border. Uh, about as low as parts of Placer County, Rockland, Granite Bay, some parts of Roseville, all the way up towards the Oregon border. And so it's very heavily conservative. And so one of the reasons why Ted Gaines, who we'd like... Had that seat is they elect conservatives. That's what they look for. Yeah,
1: consistently from from him, uh, from Ted Gaines, and then his predecessor Dave Cox, and then uh, so on. Is you know all the way back, very consistently conservative.
0: And so it was no doubt it was going to go to one of the three conservatives running. Uh, obviously, we stumped for Kevin Kylie. We thought he was the best option. And one of the things that I didn't like seeing out of Brian Dolly's. Campaign And Phil Cowan brought it up when he was with us was the dirty tricks Brian Dolly plays. And it seemed that as soon as he got himself aligned with the the unions, public unions, safety unions, um, they pulled labor out – Labor unions. Labor, Yeah, exactly. Labor unions. They pulled out the dirty, predictable union tactics on well, how to win elections. We all know if you
1: know anything about the unions. The unions are just a – uh, in this day and age, they're just a front for different organized crime. Families. They're legal
0: mobs, yeah, yeah. and yeah. definitely a way for them to get money. Um, there's and there's some, some knee breaking, you know, extortionist. Always thugs. issues when you get yourself aligned with labor unions or any kind of union. And obviously once you start seeing a candidate such as Brian Dolly uh, align with – A Republican of all people. uh, Align with the unions, you start seeing issues. Some of the things that started coming out was there was a flyer Brian Dolly's campaign put out alleging that Kevin Kiley worked directly for Kamala Harris. Right. Um, Which which would not be good. But here's the thing. The flyer referred to him as a former staffer of hers. And they used as basis um, the fact that he was at one time – a dep- um, an assistant district attorney for the state of california while she was the attorney general a, 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 the attorney general yes he was a deputy attorney general i apologize that at one point in his career he was a deputy attorney general for state of california while she was the dep- uh, attorney general and uh regardless of the fact that kevin kiley has mentioned that he has never met Kamala Harris, there much are less dozens, worked for her. Even. He worked for the state of California. Right. But they not only alleged that he was a former staffer of hers, which he was not. He was a staffer of the California government. But they photos, literally photoshopped a picture of him with Kamala Harris on the flyer. Which he's never even met her. He's
1: never met her. It's, just, it's politicking as usual, but it's, it's very tricky, very deceitful, very dishonest. Uh, very beneath the dignity of a, of a conservative politician. Exactly. Even in the state of California. California. In other
0: flyers, he accused uh, Kevin of making it quote easier for illegal immigrant criminals to remain in the U.S. and that he was quote funded by the same liberals who financed financed Nancy Pelosi, Bernie Sanders, and Hillary Clinton. And he quote refused to support legislation to hold PG&E accountable for the wildfires. Blah blah. blah. All the buzzwords that you would expect. Not true. Yeah. All all of it not true. Um. He also said that. He authored legislation make that Kevin Kylie authored legislation making it difficult for victims who are dying from asbestos poisoning to collect damages. Where he's coming up with this stuff?
1: He came up with some some like personal things too that aren't even really political, such as he uh, he slammed Kevin Kylie for claiming to be a cattle rancher, saying that he doesn't have anything to do with the cattle ranch. He lives in an apartment in Rockland. I think was the quote. Kevin Kylie does in fact own half of a cattle ranch with a business partner yeah it's he, true. he's throwing these slurs at him. He ran a very dirty campaign. it's all we're saying. He threw some personal and political slurs at him that just had no basis in truth whatsoever.
0: and I was reading this really good article. I was actually I found it this morning. It was on californiaglobe dot com You can look it up online it's California Globe.
1: Very good uh, articles on there. Excellent authors and editors and contributors.
0: Uh, A hero of ours, Katie Grimes, she posts on there. She routinely writes for them. Very often. But this one article I was reading is called Public Safety Unions Played a Decisive Role in Getting Brian Dolly Elected to California State Senate. What Do Public Safety Unions Stand For? By Edward Ring, journalist Edward Ring. And it's really good. He brings up the fact that almost every election in California, you have – these labor unions, safety unions, public unions, stuff like this, bringing fights against conservatives, brings up that around 2012, there were bumper stickers in the San Jose area uh, protesting then-Mayor Chuck Reed, and the bumper sticker would say, Chuck Reed is a bad person. And why was that? It's because then-Mayor Reed tried to reform the city's pensions with more fiscal sanity, tried to rein in spending and get everything corrected and... Right On the right track. So the safety unions, public unions, labor unions put out these bumper stickers that just said Chuck Reed is a bad person. And they plastered the San Jose area with them. And then you have um, bumper stickers from 2005 when Schwarzenegger was trying to stop the automatic union dues, which we know is one of the biggest things that unions fight for. One of the only good things that Schwarzenegger ever did and tried the, to do. Those bumper stickers that they got all over California in 2005 simply said two words, screw Arnold. And this is the dirty tricks they do, just putting it out. No explanation on uh, each step, you know, reason they stand for certain things or what. Um, It's just slander. And he brings up the fact that Kevin Kiley is nothing but just another casualty, the latest casualty in the labor union, in the union's fights to take down good conservatives. So one point is it's good that at least a conservative's there. But when you see a conservative that's going to be fighting – As dirty and telling lies as a campaign like Brian Dolly, what what can we expect from a right senator like that? Is it going
1: to be much different than a liberal or a progressive or a Democrat uh, in in office in that area? If we can – all we can expect is the same dirty tricks and do whatever it takes to win mentality. If he's willing to go so low and dirty to win the seat, will he really work for the people or would he be defending his own – Title the whole time, apparently, his own job security. Apparently he
0: was more concerned with getting unions on his side than – he had no problem trashing a fellow conservative, somebody who's fighting for what apparently he says he believes in. He had no problem trashing that person as long as he was getting money from the public sector unions. Exactly. Um, so there's all kinds of things that brought up. As glad as I am that a conservative has that state senate seat, which obviously that area is pretty safe. I would hope better than a campaign is going to get in there with as dirty tricks. It
1: seems to be a lot of that going on in California Republican politics. Um, we, we're seeing a lot of instances of the best man not winning the job, such as when Travis Allen lost the nomination to John Cox, when Travis Allen lost the nomination for chairperson to Jessica Patterson. There's a, a lot of uh, issues in the California Republican Party that uh, needs to be worked out or else it's just going to get even a smaller, smaller, dwindling uh, population of republicans in the state it's it's not going to be good yes. although it, the new poll, uh, I believe it was a CNN poll, came out a week or two ago that talks about the president's uh, approval rating in the state is higher than any democrat politician yeah. state uh, office holder yeah, so it, they you know it's interesting that in There's California some there some Californians waking up. There are more Trump supporters in California than there are Gavin Newsom supporters, or Nancy Pelosi so, supporters, or Kamala Harris supporters, or Dianne Feinstein, or yeah. Javier Becerra. That travesty, that train wreck of an or Ted Lou, a Ted Blue,
0: That oh man, yeah. Well,
1: oh, and some other local news. If we move on here uh, to another topic, um, as you heard in our last, last podcast uh, a couple weeks ago, our last episode, PG&E sent out some. Uh, Notices that they would be temporarily but up to three or f- to five, days we did talk time, about
0: that last time uh
1: they'd be shutting off power in certain areas of the state um, Yours truly got hit with uh power outages last night, so my power's been off for about uh what sixteen seventeen hours now um not exactly thrilled about that now you're literally off the grid, <laughs> yeah, you know it wasn't enough to move out to the country now i now nobody can get a hold of me um. So we were discussing amongst ourselves earlier today about how it's not exactly PGE's fault. They are a private company doing what's best for their company. But we found although we're not
0: fans of them doing it, but there's a ration there's a rationale behind it. And it, it's can be you can follow the
1: thread between this decision to cut power off to certain people in the state, myself included, and bad liberal policies yeah. put in place by the Democrat Party in the state. For example, Clear cutting forests, uh, cleaning out the brush. The logging industry has been so dwindled in the state that it's created a tender box because God forbid we chase out the wooded shrew or the spotted owl.
0: Now they just go to another tree and make a house.
1: Right, yeah, and they're so much more important than, than humans are. And you know, human health and uh, my well is electric. I don't have any water at the house. Uh, it's 110 degrees outside and I don't have any air conditioning at the house. Uh, there are small children in my house. And this spotted owl is supposed to be more important than our health, whatever. But they've created this tinderbox in this environmental Nazi era that causes wildfires and we see like the massive yeah. uh, campfire. Couple of that with a company, a monolith, a huge uh monopoly like PG and E getting away with uh things for so long being backed by the state. ...that they've caused these fires, that it's led us to them being able to use the excuse, it's high fire season and it's windy outside, to be able to shut off our power and save money on the labor they would spend to yeah. provide me power, on the uh, the equipment used to send me power, they're saving money on that, <coughs> in response to going bankrupt for starting the campfire. You and see charging how it's higher a,
0: rates. Oh, yeah. yeah to I'll pay for the,
1: up. the lawsuits i have been brought against Yeah, we that. have high uses hours if, if we have power... To use it during certain hours of the day is going to be a higher a higher rate. We're getting gouged here because the company is protecting
0: themselves because of things that have happened by bad liberal policies. Yeah. Point being, liberal policies caused this tinderbox of California, caused the higher rate issues, caused all these issues, which is in turn causing PG&E to act a certain way, which is then affecting everybody in those areas. And it all goes back to how the liberal policies are destroying the state. Speaking of the, the
1: policies of the uh, wildlife and the environmental state of, of the North State, brings <clears> this <throat> to a point. Most of our listeners are aware that Tyler and I are fond of the idea of the state of Jefferson. And we've heard a, an excellent idea. And we know there are some state of Jefferson uh, officials and organizers that listen to our podcast. <coughs> excuse me. That uh, we'd like to throw them an idea. If you want to get some money and some lobbying and some actual muscle behind your movement to break away into a 51st state of uh, conservative politicians and conservative values and all the good things that the state of Jefferson is supposed to bring with it, here's an idea. Make a deal with the logging companies that have been chased out. You know, these logging companies, yeah. they don't clear cut the forest and leave it bare. What they do is every tree they cut, they plant two or three new ones. They do replace what they take, but they keep the floor the floor of the forest clean. As the president says, they rake it. It's, uh, it keeps the tinderbox down. You make a deal with the logging companies that if they put the money in the lobbying behind breaking away into a 51st state, that you'll let them back into the state to do what they do. Guarantee you it would be going faster than it is right now. Yeah, It'll be on it's a fast track to money. getting done. Just an idea for those out there who have anything to do with organizing the state of Jefferson. Kind of pass that on to your uh, state officials there.
0: Yep. Sounds good to me. And then we have um, more um, TDS going around. It hit even my hometown of Citrus Heights or where I lay my head now. Uh, Story going on is me, my wife, my brother-in-law walking around Sunrise Mall. And By the Heights, way, as a listener, if you're not sure what TDS is, it's the acronym for Trump Derangement Trump Syndrome. Trump Derangement Syndrome, that's right. That the mere mention of any kind of differing ideas, especially when you part it with or attach it to President Trump, or MAGA paraphernalia, gets immense, uh, wa- immensely wild and ferocious criticism. It's, it's usually met
1: with the response of autistic screeching. Uh, harming oneself or, or others As the lady uh, A couple of days ago Who made the news for stabbing herself repeatedly in the stomach Because, you didn't hear about this? No she, she was reported to be bleeding out And they asked her why She stabbed herself in the stomach repeatedly Quote, she was tired of Trump being president And living in Trump's America So she'd rather stab herself example.
0: <laughs> Prime yeah. example of Trump derangement syndrome So we're walking through the mall Join our time. And my brother in law is of Mexican descent. Right. And clearly looks of a descent minority. It's not some pasty white boy they would claim having white privilege yeah, for. No example. country pecker wood walking around. Just, uh, he's clearly of um, foreign descent and or Hispanic descent. And I first noticed this group of. Children, really, about 12, 13 years old. Somehow, they're sitting at the mall in the food court by themselves. And as we go walking through, I first noticed, because they were kind of pointing at him and giggling. Well, you forgot to mention that he, Josh, your brother-in-law, wears his MAGA hat. Oh, yeah. Everywhere he goes. Yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, Almost every, everywhere. Every, yeah, everywhere he goes, he's he's never wears his it. MAGA hat. Never and in fact, he was telling me he just ordered a new one, because this one's getting a little beat up. <laughs> yeah, you get enough soda stumped on your head, that'll happen. <laughs> he just ordered a new one, and it's a black... One nice, and he said that's part of his thing that when they call him racist. You said No, my hat's black, uh, that's why he got the black one. <laughs> um, that the hat's not racist, it's actually black, and you can't in liberal logic, you can't be racist if right. you're black. Blacks cannot be so racist. That's, that's that's why he purchased the black one. I've been told that blacks cannot be racist, yeah, and that's reverse racism is not <laughs> that's his logic on why he should purchase the black one, um, so that he can no longer be called racist.
1: Have you heard the bit about the you can't ban my AR 15 because he's black, it identifies as a Nerf gun
0: and it's black, yeah. <laughs> And so we're walking through this pond. He is, in fact, wearing his red MAGA cap, and we've—he's gotten a ton of positive results, uh, or a ton of positive responses. He's actually had way more positive responses, You'd be surprised, even in California, in California, than negative. Um, in fact, r- really the worst negative is just—he's had people take the hat off his head, throw it on the ground. He's just picked it up and walked off. He's pretty good at. Whatever he, he remains amazingly calm i've I've told him that when stuff like this happens, don't be the one to punch back. If anything, you get your camera, let them hit you because they always go for that, right when they're doing let them hit you and then you could be on the news and be famous. I you got beat down <laughs> i would if it was
1: me if I was wearing my MAGA hat out and I had the responses he said, I would end up on world world star, you know yeah. Rough and tumbling Ready to rock and roll This 12 year old girl Please. You probably
0: would have punched Straight in the face I don't like to hit Little <laughs> girls
1: But I've seen the video Of how she was acting And I would have at least Sent her home to her mom To be spanked
0: Yeah well My wife Later when we were out Said She almost turned to the girl And said Where's your mom Does she know you're at the mall alone <laughs> That's how young this girl The girl had to be. Twelve years old. As you can
1: see, Trump derangement syndrome crosses all barriers and yes. all genders and all ages
0: yeah. and all uh, peer groups. I only feel bad about this girl because she's being taught by somebody, right? As that her brother, these actions are okay.
1: As her brother Tim says, you know, these people that hate Trump, most of these millennials or even younger that hate Trump, are only repeating and uh, regurgitating what they are told to do on the news. You got CNN, yeah. MSNBC, you got all the alphabet networks telling them. They only hate Trump because they were told to.
0: Yeah. And, and it's it's indoctr- it's liberal indoctrination. Yeah. And we had had a couple looks before and nothing bad that day. And as we're walking through the mall, I'm talking to him. I said, man, you ever get like a, one of those really bad reactions? And he's like, yeah, well, not too bad. I've had people take my hat off, throw it on the ground. One guy stomped on it. Um, but mostly good. And I was like, you ever had somebody just come up and start screaming at you? Like some of those videos. He goes, no, I haven't had that yet. And I said – well, today could – or there's always today or something like that. Um, today could be the day Josh kind of giggled patted him on the back as we're walking into the mall. Right. We were going there for a specific purpose. We were in for maybe 20 minutes. We didn't find what we were looking for. We're walking back out to the parking lot. When we walked through the food court and the group of girls that somehow got permission to go to the mall by themselves, uh, sees him kind of giggles and they're pointing. We've had the reaction before when I'm out with him of, one lady stopped him and said, is that a real MAGA hat? And he said, yeah. And she said, I've never seen one in real life. You know, uh, I support your decision. And that was it. It was kind of like, oh, cool. Uh, she just never it did. Is a
1: historical
0: item now. Yeah, and she was more impressed that this happened at Six Flags, the, uh, the theme park in Vallejo. Um, and she was – which he wore it there and you'd be surprised how many – this is a theme park. So you have thousands of people there. And he's never had a bad reaction there. He's had positive ones there. Um, we've made friends with the, one couple there. Another diversion. Or as I stray from the story. He had one couple there who was sitting there for one of the shows. And we talked to about an hour, hour and a half. Um, and we met him and he wanted to talk to us and his wife because of Josh's MAGA hat. So he's had way more positive. But I had just finished telling him, well, today could be the day. <clears throat> when we're leaving the mall and these girls see it start kind of pointing and not making fun giggling but kind of laughing like hey look at that so i'm thinking oh maybe they just some of that similar reaction never seen one and as we're going into the i believe it was the macy's toward back towards the parking lot i hear hey you hey you turn around come back and instantly i knew they're talking to Josh because of the MAGA hat. It's funny they always go for
1: the little people or the or the you know females that they yeah. assume are defenseless. You never see somebody my size, and I'm a big. If you've never met me, I'm a big fella, a little intimidating uh, to some. That I've never in all my t-shirts, I've never had anybody accost me like that. They always go for the little fellas like Josh. And you are the good ones, like uh, I'm a Hillary deplorable. Hillary
0: deplorable. Never
1: Hillary. Yeah. You know, and I've never been accosted like that. Probably because they don't want
0: to end up. You'd never see a big guy get taken out for yeah. Timothy and I, Timothy
1: and I ran into a MAGA hat at a Chick fil A in Roseville, and he he was bigger than I was. And I asked him, "Have you ever been accosted?" And he said, "Nobody would dare." And I really, <laughs> it's like a big bear. He, huh? he was a big old boy, but Josh is a little fella. Yeah, he's probably it's funny, five that they would go five, after, five
0: six. They always go after skinny. The, the little fellas. that can't defend, the, or the old guy, somebody they think they can yep. take. Like that one the, a couple of weeks ago, they got the video of him at the in England being pushed to the ground. Exactly. And stomped Don, on. An elderly America man hat. who's
1: disabled or the woman who popped the Trump baby balloon with her. You know, she was disabled. She hobbled up there and popped it with some yeah. scissors
0: and they tried to beat her up. Yeah. You never do that to somebody my size. Um, so anyways, and I knew it had to be about the hat. So I turn around to look and I notice it's one of these 12-year-old girls. And she's kind of broken away from the pack and it's obvious the other two are like oh no and she's doing it to get a reaction yeah and so i turn around like it's a cool thing to do now if this was an adult maybe i'd stand have a conversation it's a kid we're not doing this little caveat do you remember our last rally with uh
1: unite america first ben burkwam and Will johnson out in merced or modesto yes at the uh, and those ones that Regency. came, coming across and the street, it was two to yell? or three teenagers yelling, yeah. and as they were doing it to get a rise out of each other and saying "F Donald Trump" and "Yeah, know, and come fight they were us." They're putting them each as other soon, up to it. As soon as the cop pulled up, he just happened to pass it by and hit him with a little whoop whoop. Yeah, they took off running. They weren't actually in, in it to yeah, it was just so they
0: could essentially have a story to tell. Right, they're showing off for their friends, and that's what I think this was. Is she broke away? She was probably the braver of the group, wearing sagging pants and looking like a thug this young girl and um the other two were clearly kind of thought it was funny but very uncomfortable as she broke away they're not Uh, as deranged yeah and as i saw it's a girl i'm like "Ah, we're not doing this let's just go and i told josh don't worry about her just ignore her let's we're leaving anyways
1: there's no reason to cause a scene no
0: it's a girl and as we walked (laughs) past the security guard who uh she was standing at the macy's smelling uh perfumes and stuff she even had this cock I like this girl is really gonna
1: do right here do right this to yeah this and
0: so we keep walking I kind of give the security guard like yeah I know little thing and she's looking at us like what a wacko kid we're leaving she comes up I'm like oh I'm gonna video at this so I take my phone out I hit record and I'm just holding it just kind of in front of me and she comes up you know, what's up Hey, where are you going? You support a racist regime? Blah, blah. Yeah, taught her proof the, for who this Who her the
1: words racist regime? Exactly. And she asked the, the dark-skinned Hispanic fella, Are you a racist too? Yeah. She accused Are you a racist? Uh, wearing how my many, hat. How many times that, would, she have, would you estimate she dropped an N-bomb on you?
0: Every sentence. Every sentence so had a, an N-bomb. The whole time accusing us of being racist or really him for wearing this hat, she's calling him the N-word. And uh, as soon as she sees my phone i kind of she got up next to me like she was gonna cut us off cut us off at the pass <laughs> take his hat um she sees my phone and of course it was angled towards her because i'm gonna get everything yeah you want the evidence and so as soon as she,
1: she sees it she hits you she cuts
0: back like hard like she hits the good, brakes bro? <laughs> she hits the brakes falls back and i hear what's good bro like that and then uh what's good my blank 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 all this stuff and we, we leave, but it's like, this is ridiculous that what happens. And it was like, even Alvin here, it's just like 12-year-old
1: But you can't go anywhere these days no. without somebody wanting to say I something. don't
0: remember anybody doing this when people wore the Obama shirts, Obama exactly. hats. Obama had his Nobody own merch. Cared. Um, every time I saw one, I was like, oh, geez, these poor, you know, these poor, deluded people. I see I I Hillary bumper
1: sticker. I don't want to vandalize I the I never car.
0: once wanted to go up and accost them. I never once wanted to go up and fight them in public. I never once wanted to call them names in public. It's ridiculous. So what work. is it about now and this president? It shows how deranged those, that political ideology is. That they are willing to scream at you, make a public spectacle, beat you, get physical, curse words, racial slurs while accusing you of being a racist because they don't agree that you're allowed to have your point of view.
1: It's kind of a, a cliche and a joke and a bumper sticker in the conservative movement, but truly, progressive liberalism is a mental disorder. Yeah, there is something truly wrong with this double standard. Uh, I can do it, but you can't. Uh, if I don't agree with it, it's hate speech. Uh, F your president. Did you see uh, the recent? Just the volatile, the the uh, volatile rhetoric that is just pouring out of these people. It's absolutely demented.
0: Yeah. Did you see a recent? And I don't watch the show, but the, my next guest is with David Letterman.
1: Right wing show. I saw the clip with Kanye.
0: That was a point with Kanye. One of the, th- one of the things Kanye is talking about, of course they bring up his Trump support. And personally, I think Kanye's is a wackadoodle. He's a crazy dude. I don't like his – personally, I don't like that style of music. I think he's kind of crazy. But I support his fight. to wear the MAGA hat – I believe him when he says he got bullied for it. And you and I that.
1: are both on the train of thought, the school of thought that says we're not a huge fan of celebrity endorsements politically. We don't want the celebrities using their fame yeah. to to sway things politically. As Mark Stein says on Tucker Carlson last week, Mark Stein, a uh, person who normally or occasionally fills in for Rush Limbaugh, he's uh, he's an author and a radio host in his own right. He mentioned that he would be happy if the extent of Republican celebrities was Pat Boone and one of the Oakland boys. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if you heard that. Pat Boone, the
0: classic conservative. Pat Boone
1: and one of the Oak Ridge Boys. That's,
0: a, that's all Pat the celebrities Boone, known, we need. Known for his conservative views and selling silver coins on infomercials exactly. late yeah. at night.
1: It, which, by the way, the first uh, or CD. Gold Goryon If anybody questions our patriotism, the first CD I bought with my own money in the 90s was Pat Boone's Americana Patriotic Songs. Bit of a nerd. I remember that. that out there. I remember those CDs. in that, that I bought along with that red... Anti-Skip CD player, which was a darn lie. <laughs> Anti-Skip is, is the biggest hoax perpetrated on man. Sure, It sure skipped a
0: lot for Anti-Skip. However – But one of the parts in that interview that I agreed with him is he said, you never saw up until this point in history, you never saw people get bullied for a hat. And
1: it's it's amazing that David Letterman, even though he's a comedian and it's a comedian show, couldn't be serious for a moment and they had to keep – running jokes, yeah. not taking Kanye seriously and what he was trying to say. As well, yeah,
0: playing. they would try to make him out to be a clown. They'd say, he have you have- ever
1: been beat up in high school for wearing the wrong hat? And David Letterman, instead of realizing this was a serious point he was making, said, no, I was just beat up because people didn't like me in the audience. Ha, 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 ha. And then he would say, you know, you ever been bullied? And, and David Letterman would be like, who's the bully in this sense? Like maybe Kanye's a bully or Trump's a bully. Ha, ha, ha from the audience. Yeah. He just you- made light of the whole
0: conversation. And let's make a joke right here, but now that I'm thinking of David Letterman with that big old grungy beard and Trevor's growing his beard out, but at least it doesn't look as bad as David Letterman's. Do you ever get the urge when you see him on any of these articles about him or interviews or anything, do you ever get the urge to throw him a few quarters? I think if he was walking down the street, I (laughs) I would not recognize him as David Letterman. Oh, you remember when he went away into the woods, like uh, yeah. like Hillary did. He after came the back election. later with this. He big, came out big old
1: nasty beard, and all the paparazzos didn't know who he was.
0: Yeah, uh, I think even as an icon, my beard doesn't
1: look that bad. Everybody knows. Uh, I take offense to you comparing me to David. Letterman. <laughs> no, I
0: said it doesn't look as bad as David Letterman's. It's not white. If that's I sure. saw David Letterman on the street, I would probably, you know, start thinking about California's homelessness issue. We should put him on the posters to address homelessness, right? Or use him as the poster child. Speaking of which, I believe it's Boston. Uh, look this up real quick. Is it Boston doing the straight pride parade next week? I believe so. Anyway, so this guy organizes a straight pride parade, which if they can do gay pride, why not do a straight pride, right? Every point of view has legitimacy. Let's do a straight pride parade. Let's get people happy. Turns out, their initial posters and advertisements for the parade. Yes, it is Boston Straight Pride Parade. The initial posters and um, uh, announcements and stuff like that for the parade. Do you know who they were using as the poster boy on the announcements? Well, you just asked me to look it up, so I see here Milo Yiannopoulos. No, no. He's the grand <laughs> – he's going to be the grand – what is it they uh, the call grand it? The grand marshal. The grand marshal, which he agreed to. He loves it. Huh. No, you know who the original face was against his consent? Huh was brad pitt (laughs) they start throwing brad pitt on the posters and all the things well brad pitt kind of sends lawyers like stop using my face so they do they have to find a new face and they settled on the one the only milo yiannopoulos
1: okay so i have an issue here with this article it's by slate i have an issue the slate immediately with it when you tell me it's on slate yes i i take issue with the the headline and tell me if you can tell me if you can guess what I'm taking issue with here, in this sentence: Boston, quote, straight pride, end quote, parade names alt-right gay provocateur Milo Yiannopoulos as marshal.
0: Well, alt-right, alt-right.
1: I'm sick and tired that's of everybody.
0: Everybody now. I'm
1: sick and tired of everybody that's conservative being labeled as alt right. You, you saw Ben Shapiro alt right. You saw they call the Ben right alt right is anti Semitic. Yeah, and Ben Shapiro, love him or hate him. There are people in the conservative movement on both sides of the love him or hate him spectrum. He's a Jew. He's most definitely an Orthodox Jew. Well, people are calling Dave Rubin at he times alt right. All right, and he's not even Milo right. Yiannopoulos is not only Jewish descent. But a gay man married to a black man—he yeah. is not alt right. This is getting out of hand. Yeah, it's getting out of control. If you don't know anything but the alt right, the leader of the alt right movement—what was his name? Which one? The flag guy? No, uh, the no, not the founder. The founder. Gavin of, McGinnis? No, nope, that he's the founder of the Proud Boys. That's it, Proud no, Boys. No, the the founder of the alt right movement. What is his name? He was on the last Dave uh, Dinesh D'Souza movie. Dinesh D'Souza's movie, Death of a Nation, uh, comparing the Trump uh, administration to the Lincoln administration. Richard B. Spencer? Richard Spencer. That's it. He is on the Dinesh D'Souza. And Dinesh D'Souza, an, an Indian immigrant who is very much a conservative, very, very, very far to the right conservative. Interviews Richard Spencer and shows how Richard Spencer himself and the alt-right movement are absolute travesties. Which let's go
0: on the record that we're against this alt-right. They're absolute travesties. They're white
1: nationalists pretending to be conservatives. Exactly. Richard Spencer is so anti-immigrant that he wants people, both legal and illegal, anybody but pure Caucasian descent, to leave the country. We do not approve of, we do not agree with, we do not endorse, very- we do not enjoy
0: they're the all right movement. They're very into consp- uh, very heavily into conspiracy theories. Um neo Nazi. they have neo Nazi st- stances all sorts of issues with this group. So my problem here that I'm reading on the slate is that oh, I have I see
1: this hired of them labeling people who are enemies of the all right as all right just yeah. because they're far right or what they're call, being called far right. And just because Milo Yiannopoulos is a self-described troll, I've met the man. I've spent a couple hours with him when he came to UC Davis. We uh, met at uh, the higher regency, I believe, in Sacramento, him and Martin Scarelli, where we got some time to speak with him. Yes, he's a troll. He's hilarious. Uh, he's a provocateur. He is he not He definitely all likes right.
0: to get in confrontations.
1: Well, yeah. In his own words that he told myself and our brother Tim, who was with me, that his big style, his way of getting points across is to anger you with his humor, his dark humor, anger you, then soften the blow a little bit and make you think, haha, that maybe that was a little funny. And then you go home and think, Oh man, was he right? And you start to think about it. Boom, he has gotten his brain his his thought seed into your brain. It's a it's a unique way, it's a very frowned upon way for, in most circles, but he is most definitely not all right.
0: Yeah. Um, speaking of rallies and get-togethers, this has nothing to do with the straight pride parade. This has nothing to do with alt-right movements. This has nothing to do with any of these provocateur general uh, ideas, stuff like this. This is just a get-together to support unity across the conservative party in California. The Unity Gathering, Sacramento, we have to mention this, June 16th,
1: next week, ne- a week from our- – a week from the day we're recording this, so next Sunday, the
0: 16th. Sunday, from 12 to 3 or 4. Uh, you should go about that long. It's a unity rally. Getting conservatives together. Yes, there are many differing opinions across yeah, a lot of factions the in conservative the movement. But I would even agree that I'd wor- rather work with a conservative with different points of views to get conservative deals across than trying to convince a lot of these Such leftists. Which is my low. A lot of conservatives are still in the
1: anti Gay uh, camp, they they're not okay with any of the, the uh, rights, uh, progress being made, or you know the gay marriage. They're very the religious right is what I would say. The religious right people whose religion their Christian evangelical Christianity and their conservative beliefs are very intertwined, uh, and um, identify each other that way are against, like the homosexual agenda as they would call it. Yeah. Should find a way to work with people like Milo. Well, I think we can work it's with It's better them. to have a gay conservative than a than a straight liberal.
0: Yeah, It well, is. It's better. Well, yeah. There's many gay conservatives. There's Guy Benson with Fox. He has a great show now, by the way. J.J. McCullough. J.J. McCullough in Canada. Um, all these gay... But there's a difference between just working with gays to get conservative points of view and what most conservatives will boycott is the gay indoctrination that they and do pushing in, it down in schools exactly. nowadays. Right. Yeah, right. when you're teaching... Uh, a six-year-old about homosexual relationships. And transgenders. And That's a, too far. Drag queen story hour and things we don't want. Or that 11-year-old drag queen that they were throwing money at at a gay club. Right. Yeah. Every one of those men drag should have been calling. arrested for pedophilia. Yeah. But – and child engagement. But we use this
1: Milo example as a as an example of how we can bring the different factions together. You know, there's the Latinos for Trumps will be there. The 3% yep. Nation – their militia group is always there. You've got... What is... Um, usually... They're usually what there. What is Nikki's group called? Uh, Pink Pistols. The Nikki Sawyers going to be there. It's the uh, LGBT gun rights
0: uh, advocates group. Which we talked to her uh, about this and she had asked us to be in the Pride Parade. And we politely and she understood we declined for personal... Our, our religious opinions. opinions. <laughs> she, she understood and we were okay. Um, just... A little bit different. But we support her rights nice what she's have, doing. I mean, it's nice to have a with, guns
1: guns rights group with supporting represented
0: in the parade. Yeah. And I agree. Just what she was telling us was that gays are allowed to have guns too to defend themselves. Everybody gonna should have, have l- 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 Less hate crimes against gays if they carried pistols. Just, just a point of fact. Yep. And then you'll have – You're going to have a uh, lot less uh, – I don't know another way of using without using a – so excuse me, a liberal buzzword, but you'll have a lot less homophobia if gays carried pistols if they weren't If they weren't soft targets. If every know, man with a purse had a pistol in it, you're not going to fight them.
1: There's a huge percentage of, of gun crimes take place in gun-free zones, right? Yeah, it's, like it's, 95%, it's easy picking. Or 80 to 95% somewhere in there it happens in a gun-free zone. It's just anybody with a weapon is, is a lot less likely to be treaded on by somebody else if they had a weapon. Um I know the Latinos for Trump with uh Marco Gutierrez and Oh Aaron uh, Cruz is going to be there? Oh yes, the a- incomparable Aaron Cruz will uh with running Aaron for the Cruz show
0: running for Senate and Congress. A lot of different groups will be showing up. Uh, the and adorable, deplorable will be there. There's a black conservative speaker. Um our very own Tyler will be speaking. I will for be speaking the young there. conservatives for today. Yep. Uh plugging um, I know all of our topics were kind of open um on what we're gonna be speaking on. I know mine's gonna be focused on the fight for liberty. Since that is something that you know I'm very passionate about, we here are very passionate about is just this fight for liberty. We see liberty as going away, and it's something that our forefathers have fought so hard for, and it's just going away because people just don't care anymore. Right. And even Thomas Jefferson said the price of freedom is eternal vigilance. If you want your liberty, the price you're gonna to have to pay is eternal vigilance. That's a day after day getting up, fighting for it, and not being slack. So come out and join. Um, Again, you'll see me. I'll be out there. Trevor's going to be out there. We're going to be talking and meeting to everybody. Um, Aaron Cruz is going to be there. Come meet her. She's awesome. Yes, Marco. She's great. great Marco is going to be out there with Latinos for Trump. It's going to be a good time. I haven't
1: heard for sure, but I would wager that uh, Will Johnson and his wife Shannon with United America First will be there. I'm sure. I would put money on it that Ben Berkham with – Frontline America. Frontline America will be there. You've got uh, what is Jeffrey Eric's? Uh, um, the Prudent Patriot. Prudent Patriot will be there. Uh, these are people that we have gotten to know over the over the years working in California politics. You'll have Travis Allen supporters and uh, ex yeah. uh, staffers and volunteers like ourselves out there. You'll have Jessica Patterson people out there. You'll have Jim Brulte people out there. It's just a way to bring all the Republican conservative groups of California together and on the same page.
0: Yep. And there's enough of us. And the, the good thing, a lot of times when I tell people that there could, can be a conservative revolution still in California, it wasn't that long ago when this was a solid red state. Reagan had. It. And, and Wilson was a great Republican uh, governor. It can happen. It is not impossible. And so many times people tell me, well, our numbers aren't there. Voters aren't there. Well, guess what? When you show, and we even know with the uh, Dems for Trump groups, the walk-away group with Brandon Straka. I, I think I've heard that he's going to be there as well. Brandon the, Straka keeps coming to our events. The Dems for Travis with the Travis Allen for governor. There are enough Democrats who have woken bikers up. For, bikers for Trump, you should come out there. You like uh, Harley groups and checking yeah. out their bikes? There's you enough come check them out. people who have woken up. That if the conservative message still gets preached. The liberal, I'm sorry, the liberty message keeps getting out there. The numbers don't matter. When you look at who's registered for which party, Republicans, 2 million, whatever number down, that doesn't matter. There's enough people coming over. There's enough declined estates coming over. There's enough f- former and ex Democrats coming over. The walkaway movement is huge. Libertarians, right obviously, are voting, you know, are coming over. You have so much this revolution is not that hard.
1: And as uh, Dennis Prager, who's a wonderful radio host, um, says, and runs Prager University gets millions of views a year on his videos. Uh, as he says, there are more Republicans in the state of California than any state in the union. We just
0: have to fight for it. That's what it is. And show up to vote. Stop being distracted and infighting. And
1: go well, he out also and vote. says
0: there's there's two kinds of people in the conservative movement. And we're getting close to our hour, so we better cut short, Trevor. But there's two kinds of people. There's fighters, and there's those who support the fighters. Not everybody can be a fighter. But you can sure show up. And if vote. you can't be a fighter, if you don't want to get out there and be doing things, what you can do is there's a job for you. You can support those that do fight. Vote for those that you know will fight for your freedom. Vote, for, support those you know will fight for your freedom. If you can't do something yourself, at least come to the rally, come to the meetings, get something done. So we'll see you.
1: Well, also our next podcast next week will be uh, recorded yes. at the rally. We're going to have a live show there,
0: and uh, we'll we'll see you all next week. We'll put that up. So come see us at the rally. Uh, If you can't make it, tune into the podcast next week. We'll have the recording of whatever I say, whatever others say. We'll put it up there for you guys to listen to, and we'll see you next week. Anything else, Trevor? All right. Go and fight for freedom.